Welcome to Holistic Accountant Podcast, where we aim to showcase how adopting a holistic approach in accounting and tax maximizes value for clients. Beyond traditional tasks like preparing financial statements and tax returns, a holistic accountant focuses on offering advice that maximizes personal wealth on an after-tax basis. If you enjoy this episode, please consider leaving a rating and sharing it with those who might also benefit. And to ensure you stay updated, subscribe to our weekly email. The link is in the show notes. Okay, today Mina and I want to talk about business exit strategies. Now, we've we've recorded a couple of episodes about preparing your business ready for sale. That is, what are the steps you need to do to maximize the after-tax consideration that you get from selling your business? We recorded one episode on the 10th of June in 2021 and another episode on the 6th of December 2023. So if you're interested in that aspect to business exit, go back and have a look at those two episodes. In this episode, we really want to talk about the business exit decisions that impact you personally, both in terms of what you want to do with your time in terms of if you're if you're sick of working full time and you just want to retire and travel and then the other element is you know financially what do you need you know do you need to walk away with a large amount of the bank account or have you already kind of set yourself up so really thinking about from a personal perspective and I'll start by talking about kind of the three main options that sort of people can sort of wrestle with it I guess The first one is just to retain the business and to remove yourself from it. So if you can retain your business and only work a few hours a week and the business can generate a certain level of profitability, you know, maybe that's the answer. So that you're not actually selling it, you'll still enjoy that income stream, but you're just working a whole lot less, taking a lot less responsibility and just sort of managing it at a high level. The second option is to sell it and try and maximize every single dollar that you're going to get from the business. And the third option is if you really love the business and you love the product and you love the staff and you really want to see it thrive beyond your ownership or beyond your involvement in it, well, then maybe it's really about a succession plan and kind of handing that business over. And in that situation, maximizing sale proceeds isn't necessarily the top item or the most important item. So I'll talk about the first point in terms of retaining a business as a passive income stream. Now, if you're an owner of a business that's very actively employed in the business and the business heavily relies on you, well, stepping away is not really going to be a good opportunity for you or a good option for you, I should say, because it's not going to really provide a passive income stream because it's really you that's driving the income and profits and so forth. It's really the, the individuals or the businesses that have or the owners who put in can put in little effort but still yield big profits. That's where you would basically, even if you get a six times multiple for your business, you wouldn't even sell it or consider selling it because... If you know, we came across a client the other day who only works four hours per day, and was it four hours per day or per four week? hours per week? In per fact, week, yeah. oh wow, and generated about a million dollars of profit per year. And you wouldn't sell that in your right mind because it has very little effort, high profit, and it was and the industry itself had very little entrance into the market in terms of competition and so forth. So it's a perfect business or a perfect option where you would actually just retain the business and retain the passive income stream. But if you're the former option, then that's where you're basically your best to sell the business to in full to maximize its value. 
Yeah, that's right. So that's certainly a consideration. But if you can build your business so that you are no longer the center point and, you know, if you can do the same work at only just a few hours a week, that's always a good option. And if you're able to achieve it, the only time that would be worth selling is if you got a you know, 50 times profit multiple or something ridiculous like that, maybe you walk away from it. Otherwise, um, your, your exit strategy is actually not to exit. The other consideration you need to think about is, do you need the money to fund your retirement? So it's really a question then, have you already set yourself up financially and therefore the business is really just regarded as kind of a surplus asset? Or is it that you've put all your wealth and all your money and reinvested your profit in your business and that's really your key asset? Because if it's your key asset, then the choice is almost made for you. What you need to do is take an approach that maximizes the profit. You don't need to think about necessarily the products and staff and customers. Retaining the business ongoing isn't necessarily the right answer for you either because you don't want to be single point sensitive in retirement on one particular asset. What you need to do in that situation is maximize the sale proceeds. As I said, just go back to that uh, those episodes in uh, June 21 and December 23 to where we talk about you know how to go about doing that. So the other consideration is assessing who your potential buyer is. Now, for example, in a lot of medical practices, a lot of the sort of associate clinicians might want to buy the business. Now, that you don't generally yield a higher multiple from employees within a business because they know the business well. A lot of the goodwill can be argued that uh, with the clinic you know, it could be with the the dentist that's buying from the dental owner because they've wound back their hours and the dentist himself has a lot of goodwill with the current patient base and so forth. So it's it's really about assessing who your buyer pool is to maximise the best value out of the business. So if I use the dental example again, if you can sell to a corporate listed business, then you're going to yield a much higher multiple than what you would if you were to sell to an associate dentist. So it's really important to try to assess who's willing to buy your business to maximise the best value out of it. And again, this all links back into, you know, sort of multifaceted. So if you need the money, so if you need to maximise the money, then obviously selling to an employee is not really going to be the best option for you. So that's why a lot of this is sort of driven by your personal circumstances and desires rather than necessarily all coming back to dollars and cents. The other thing is to think in advance as well and do some advanced planning. So, you know, if your strategy is to maximise business value and what you need to do in order to do that is sort of scale the business, put some more management in place to sort of replace you to reduce your working hours in order to really maximise the multiple, then that's something that you're going to need to start working on maybe five years or more in advance of wanting to sell. If you're single point sensitive, so if you're a key person in the business, maybe selling it now and agreeing to continue to work in the business and transition to the new owner for a number of years could be a way of of maximising the sale proceeds. If the strategy is to hand the business over to you know some key staff that are in the business so that it has that longevity, well, again, building that succession plan out and gradually sort of handing over and selling down gradually your share of the business could a decade or more in play to sort of make that work in advance so having some forward planning is really critical I mean, it depends on what your strategy is but thinking about these things maybe before a year before you want to retire you know a lot of people leave it last minute thinking really in sort of decade increments is very worthwhile 
And the final consideration is timing. So when do you want to retire? And in a lot of businesses, especially in those key person scenarios, the owner needs to stay on for a period of time after they sell the business, you know, to help the new owner with the operations and the transition of the relationships and so forth. So if your plan is to retire in five years, for example, you know, it's common in your industry to stay on for one, two or three years, then you probably want to sell before the five-year period because you know that you're going to have to work for those additional years. So it's important to consider that and that ties into what Stuart was saying before, you know, don't leave it to the last minute. Assess your situation, assess your financial plan as to when you need the funds and when you would actually like to retire. And you've got to think about, you know, what are you going to do after you've sold the business or after you've walked away from the business, handed over, whatever it is, what are you going to do with your day? Because a lot of people think, well, I just don't want to sit around at home. There's, you know, you can travel and do things like that, but there's only so much travel that you can do. So you really need to be honest with yourself and work out where where are you going to spend your time. And in fact, for some people being semi-retired, really for as long as they could possibly do it suits them best because it still gives them something to do something to stretch them grow them they can coach people and pass on their knowledge and so forth but still enjoy a better balance between their social life and their working life so that sort of semi-retired option is I think a lot more popular these days and something as a business owner you can think about how do you implement that so that you're able to take that approach okay Lots to think about with this topic, something to consider, as I said, 10 plus years away from actually wanting to implement it. And hopefully that's enough food for thought. And until next week, bye for now.